niggas ain't seen you, Vita. Shit. And I ain't seen me. So many nights at the bottom school, I was eating. My mama beat me. <laughs> I fuck a degree. I chose both pills. My thoughts breathe deep. And now that I probably Happy come Memorial out, so Day, I everybody. Family Moon Podcast. Episode 13. Episode 13. Episode 13. Happy Memorial Day. We need to, like, set, like, certain pods that, like, like the, I guess the landmark pods. Mm-hmm. And we do something special on those. Or something like that. Like, maybe we do something different with the pot. Or maybe we, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, or make it a point on those days to have our guests. Mm -hmm. Or to do our collabs and stuff like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Because we almost, two more, we have 15. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel it. I see what you're saying. Like like the big ones. I like that. I guess 20 would be the big one. Yeah. Yeah. 20 would be the big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just have something. I guess different. Hey, I guess on 20, I guess, you know what we could do? We could have our wives on and talk to them about, like, about everything, really. But specifically, like, what they think about mm-hmm. us as podcasters. Mm-hmm. Like, the the ups and downs of a, mm-hmm. of the wife of a, with the husband in the podcast game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it definitely brings, it definitely brings some conversations you gotta have. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So what we starting with, man? Well, first of all, we're recording on Monday, the twenty seventh, May twenty seventh. Yeah, Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Daddy. What? Well, I guess we could. Can Kendrick. Hmm. Kendrick. Right here, Kendrick. I need my phone right now. <laughs> That's his favorite artist. He loves Kendrick. I can go put it on in the back. You want to let him put it in the back? Yes. So I guess we could just tell him why we, why we're potting. Why we're recording on um on Memorial Day because we did get together to record yesterday. So we were recording yesterday and potting, doing our thing. We're we're like an hour in. Yeah, and then <laughs> out of nowhere, the computer just says it has a problem and it needs to shut down, and so it did so and ruined a nice cohesive pod. We were on a roll. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> we were killing it. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> yep, are killing it. So, yeah, instead of we was thinking about, like, maybe just trying to just record right thing, but Steph had a shake. So, I was like, man, we're just going to have to do it tomorrow. Knock it out tomorrow. Record and edit and post tomorrow. So, which is today. So, that's what we're doing. Busy day. Grinding it out. But, I mean, yesterday ended up being a good day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we went, my homegirl, Bree, and the, um... The place where she tattoos at is also a barbershop. They're throwing like a block party of sorts. Good food, good people, good atmosphere. Yeah, Drinks yeah. were flowing. No question. Really good time. Really good time. Glad we went. Saw. Got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a minute. Going back to shit, what, we was talking, what I was talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. With getting with your people, going out there, seeing them, touching them, letting them know. You know what I'm saying? You care and all of that. It was nice. Like, I hadn't seen Bree in a long time. Like, a long time. That was dope. Dang. Um, You want to start with basketball? No, we probably shouldn't. No, we shouldn't start we probably with shouldn't. What you got over there, man? I mean, these are just, like, our topics. I mean, how we, do we do we do the... Do we introduce the pop? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Do you you want to run with your update? Yeah, I can do that. So, yeah, last, last pot, I told a story about a falling out with a friend. So, uh, I did end up speaking to him in person. It was somewhat productive. 
not as productive as it should have been. And uh, we are still friends. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll just leave it at that. I guess I'll just leave it at so that. So things are... Because I said yeah. a lot last week that I wouldn't yeah. normally say, you know what I mean? But uh, So this time I'm going to just keep it brief. And that's, that's, I'm just leaving it at that. I feel it. I feel it. But everything, things left it in a better place than it was. For sure. Okay. I mean, I guess that's all that matters. Oh. <laughs> Man, I, no, I wanted to say something. About, I wanted to say something about... Uh, Go ahead. Because I know this friend. Like, sometimes, like, like I was saying, like I was saying yesterday, sometimes, like, things happen and things go too far, but you got to evaluate everything, like, in context. I know this friend... Like you were saying, along with intent, I know this friend, and is this a big enough deal to to even for it to be going this far? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've gotten in fistfights with homies, and then, like, the next day, we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know this person, like, all that we have, all the time and history that we have is this one little falling out shouldn't be the reason that derails all this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes ego gets involved, different things get involved, pride gets involved, and all of that stuff, and then it makes people it makes people forget to think about that who this person is to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've I've been into it with homies, and at the end of the day, it was like, yo, like this is my god, man. Like if that person needs me, I will be there. If they need, like you know what I mean? Like if I were to call them, they would be there. That that's gonna be the end all be all. To me, so things like sometimes things go farther than they should, but both people should be able to look past. Like it, it can't be something like tragic. If it's something that's like Daddy, yo, the homie went Daddy, too far, and now you gotta Daddy. you gotta cut him off or something. Okay, Daddy. whatever. But if it ain't one of them things, this should be rather quick, man. This should be rather quick. We getting over this. I feel you, but it is what it is. It's good that it's in a better place. Yeah, for sure. Daddy. Um. Daddy. To pivot away from that, <laughs> um, wifey asked me a question. This was a couple of days ago, and this is a good thing. This is a good thing um, that we're potting today because I totally would have forgot to bring it up yesterday because we just talked about it again, like yesterday when I got home. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, did you ask the question?" I was like, "Dang, no, I didn't," mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> she asked me when you were dating, when you were in the dating game. When you were talking to somebody, is there anything like, is there anything like that you held back? You know what I mean? Like, is there, cause she says, I'll put it like this. She says that I catfished her. (laughs) (laughs) We were hanging out all the time, but I catfished her. And she says that because like we were going on hikes and we were doing all this other, you know what I'm saying? Like really outdoorsy stuff. Um, and then she said, like, once we got together, like, I stopped doing that stuff. I was like, well, I want to be at the house and watch the game and all this other stuff, right? <laughs> so she was saying, like, along those lines, is there, is there anything that you, like, held back? Because she was like, well, you said you liked all this stuff that I liked. And now, like, you barely want to do that stuff. I'm like, yo, it's not that I don't like it. It's not. If you ask me what I want to do, hiking ain't going to be in the top three. If you ask me what I want to do right now, 
Hiking's not going to be in the top three. So when she asked me, I realized the stuff that I want to do. She asked me what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, you don't even think like, oh, I haven't done that with her. So is there anything that you like when you were in the dating game that you were like hold back from a chick or whatever? No, not that I can think of. Like, what? I still don't quite understand what you mean, like held back. Like, she's in the next one. I wish I wish she was awake so she could come out here and talk about it. But, um, okay, so she definitely held back how much of a lover of anime that she is from me. Mm-hmm. Because she thought it would make her, like, corny to me. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mess with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, like she was like, you definitely, like, held back, like, how much you watch basketball. You know what I'm saying? She was like, I know you like basketball. You're kind of crazy about basketball. But the amount that you're trying to watch and how often basketball is on, she's like, there's a game every day? What? Like, <laughs> and I'm trying to watch all those games. So she's like, yo. I definitely didn't know this. I definitely didn't know she was, like, down with the anime like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't know that. But she was like, yeah, I thought it would make me corny. And she was like, and you definitely don't like hiking and all that shit. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I do, but not like that. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I talk all the time anyway. So you're going to, you know, you hang out around me enough, you're going to hear a lot of stories and get a lot of my personality, so I mean, and there's nothing really that I can say that I held back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, kind of like similar, so I guess like with you and hiking, if y'all went, like, you went hiking with her a couple of times and then it stopped and she, but, and she really liked it and wanted it to keep going. No, hiking's um, her thing, and when, like, we were dating, she'd be like, oh, like, you want to go on a hike? And I'd be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're getting to know a girl, you're trying to hang out with her, you know what I'm saying? I probably did it more times than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But, like, I told her, like, I don't mind a hike. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not tripping off a hike. And so she take that as, yo. We finna be I'm hiking. Tra- yeah, we finna be hiking. <laughs> so, like, fast forward all these years later. Like, ain't been no hikes. <laughs> we ain't probably been on, like, two. I gotta do better. But she was like, yo, you definitely don't like hiking. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> like, nah. Don't even try to, don't even try to land, drop this softly. You don't like hiking. <laughs> I was said, like, oh, they shit. They say don't, that don't, don't start something that you can't keep, that you can't continue nah, doing. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I got, I gotta go on a hike. I made that mistake. But like, I mean, okay. She so be trying to hike when it's hot. Me and Keish first started dating and, or, no, for sure, right after we got married. Okay. okay. Right after we got married, for sure. Uh, I wrote a poem every month for, like, the first, like, five or six months. Mm-hmm. My plan was to keep it going all the way up until that, that one-year anniversary, but for whatever reason, I just yeah. fell off. And if, like, after a couple months, she was like, like, where my poems at, bro? Yeah, what's like, up, bro? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm slipping. And then they still never came, and she was like, oh, so you just go. You just dealt with it, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, no, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. No. Oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't talk about our weekends. We yeah. didn't talk about like our weekends. That's probably why our time is a little Yeah, we didn't talk about our weekend. Well, shit, let's get into I mean, we was... We start with... We can start with... I mean, yeah. You want to start or I'll start? I'm not tripping. Start Friday night. Uh, I went out with the homie, DeAndre. Mm-hmm. We went to... Uh, Shout out, DeAndre. Bluefoot, shot some pool. He like like I was saying like I was saying yesterday, he's a barber and like 
He a he a people person and he good at what he do and they in like a high foot traffic area. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he get a lot of clients, so he get a lot of tips. And so like whenever we out, you know what I mean, he just and, and Bluefoot is mad, it's only five dollar cover to get in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he just he'll just walk up to you, hey, shoot a beer. Hey, I got you a beer. Hey, <laughs> I got you a drink. And so like and you and you know what I'm saying, you're shooting yeah, moving around, dance. You don't even realize until you leaving. You like this dude. Then you gave me a few of them. I'd have half five drinks in here. <laughs> get home. Had to wake up the next morning and be at CPR training by mm. nine a.m. Mm. Sitting in there with a headache. I didn't have the spins. I wasn't like feel like I needed to throw up. I just had a headache. Needed some Gatorade, but I didn't have time to stop because I woke up late. So I had to wait till the lunch break. Yeah, had that young man bounce back no more. Like you know what I'm saying? And (laughs) all I had before we went in there, what did I have at home? I like a light, like a light bowl of spaghetti. And then right before we walked in there, I had I grabbed a large fry from Jack in the Box. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have Mm. much on my stomach. You know what Mm. I mean? And then I didn't get to get no Gatorade or get any food or anything until. 12.30 yeah. the next afternoon. So you had that light headache, like, I could still deal, like, you know what I mean? That but shit. Then, but then when you get real hungry, then it make the headache worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So by the time I was able to leave out, like, Sitting through was, a training with the hangover? Yeah, man, I remember that. And see, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even feel you, hungover. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I was with at the home and could have just ate, oh, no, it I, just would have yeah. been, like, a, a light headache, because I'd have been drinking water, I'd have had some food in me. It just been, like, a light headache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know I don't I don't I don't like taking you know like motion and pills and stuff yeah. like that. So I I'd be a Gucci. Yeah, I feel that uh that young man bounce back is different. No question. You could go hard, wake up and hoop in the morning. We would get we were getting drunk when we were young. We were getting really drunk when we were young. And then wake up and then go to bed at four in the morning after a night of drinking. Wake up after a night of drinking. Be go to bed at four. Wake up. Be at the gym by eight. Hoop for four or five hours. Eat a little some some. Shower up. Dust off and go do it again. That's when you're young. <laughs> now you go. You can go hard. You can go hard. You can go up. You can go up. You could do all of that stuff. But, but. You waking up the next day is going to be your issue. Facts. Like, not even that you're going to be bedridden or nothing like, oh, my God, or throwing up or nothing like that. You just ain't got that balance. You ain't got that energy. Just to, You ain't got the energy to do nothing. You're like, yo, fam, I'm going to be up. I'm going to do what I got to do, and I'm going to be in the house relaxing, recovering. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's how I am now. If I, if I go out, like, it's planned if I'm going to be going hard for a weekend now. It's planned. For sure. It's like, oh, we're going to Vegas, or oh, hey, we're going to get the Airbnb over here, or we're going to be doing whatever, yada, yada, you know what I'm saying? Like, grab a couple bottles of Pedialyte. <laughs> keep, keep them electrolytes flowing. Of water, you know what I mean? That's not even a pro tip, that's common knowledge. Yeah. Just keep the Gatorade or something close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll help you recover. Like, it ain't going to do the trick by itself, but it'll definitely make you feel better, mm-hmm. for sure. No question. Um, no, I mean, my weekend, Friday, we. Friday, um, we Darius just finished his semester, so we just had some drinks at the house. We was just kicking it. Um, Saturday, what I do Saturday? Oh, Saturday, um, I was with my wife's with my wife's family. Her dad was down. His wife. Um, oh, and this is why I was telling you what made me think about just like, like, 
reaching out, touching your people, because we had a really good time. It was her grandmother's 92nd birthday. And um, so, like, she was in the hospital. She got out the hospital. She's doing better. Like, she's getting stronger and all that stuff. So the day she got out the hospital was her 92nd birthday. Mm-hmm. So they had family, like, coming from out of town. And we were all, like, we were all there, like, with her. Just a really good time, like, celebrating her and all that stuff. Seeing, meeting people. I've never met her family before. And, like, like I said, talking to a, talking to a 92-year-old woman, man, like, is a history lesson. Just, it don't even matter what you're talking about. Mm. Just a perspective from that much life, man, like... <coughs> Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Like, people that don't respect their elders. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I was thinking. Like, people that, like, how these kids, like, they just don't seem to respect, like, the, the older generation that kind of, like, help or put them along the way. It ain't like we listen to everything that the big homie said. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but just the disrespect that, they, they, that they're willing to show, like, the next generation or older, I mean, the, the generation before them or older generations, it just don't make sense. Just like sitting there listening to her talk, it don't matter. It don't, we don't got to be talking about politics or nothing in particular. Just her perspective from seeing that much go on and have lived through so much. As every time you talk to her, like it's, it's like nothing phases that one. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Yo, there's worse stuff." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back in my, day, it's not like oh, back in my day it was so much harder with her. She's just talking like from her perspective, and she lived a very unique life. Like it just, but it was just really good to be around all, that much family. And um, afterwards, me, me, wifey, um, her dad and his wife, uh, Andrea, she's a sweet lady. I love her. Um, we went out to dinner. At, we went to the Cheesecake Factory. Shout out to Cheesecake Factory. Bro, I had to bomb, bomb crusted chicken pasta. Mm-hmm. Shit was big, too. I couldn't even finish it. You know, I'd be, I got an appetite. That shit was delicious. But besides that, we had a really, like, dinner was really nice, just like, me, I'm great. I'm so grateful for the um, relationship I have um, with my father-in-law. Like me and him are cool, bro. Like super cool. Like it makes everything else more chill. Like I'm not. I'm never like oh snap. Like I've never gotten that feeling from him. Like oh like like in a, even what he said at our wedding. Like it it felt cool. Like giving his daughter away. It was like I, I thought it'd be harder, but it, it's cool. I know this dude. Like he's a good dude. You know what I mean or whatever. Just like that's the relationship we got. Um, so dinner was really nice. Food was really nice. Um, and then we went to the block party, to the block party yesterday, Sunday, and that was cool. Got to see Ash. Had been Ashley's a player that I coached back in the day. She's in college now, um, still hooping at a uh, junior college, and she's pretty. She's gonna be uh, getting a scholarship here pretty soon, so she's doing her thing, man. But it was good to see. Her. I haven't seen her in forever. I haven't seen Bree in forever. Just like. My weekend was just filled, just filled with good people, love, a lot of love, a lot of love. Um, but yeah, man, that was nice. And now we gonna get together. Now we, now we potting. Now we're potting. Monday Memorial Day, and are we getting together with mom and dad? I still never text them. I'll do it right now. Okay. Um. So probably getting together with our parents or something. Call her. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call her right now. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all about to meet moms. You got to introduce the pod and all that. See how she react. <laughs> I should tell her she's on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Your phone went off. She probably don't want to be on the podcast because you be cussing. Is <laughs> <laughs> it too early to be getting that? Hey, son. Hey, Mom, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. 
How y'all doing? We doing good. I'm calling you while uh, while we record the podcast right now. Oh, okay. I just I I just forgot to uh, let you know that um I'm in town in Escondido. I was supposed to tell you like if we wanted to come over for Memorial Day, which is today, and we do. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's too late. Um. <laughs> we just have to figure out what we're gonna eat because we bought some food, but I know you guys not gonna can't eat that. Well, you guys can eat the red beans and rice and the cabbage, but you guys can't eat the neck bones. Ooh, neck That's bones. all good. I brought some uh some uh hamburger patties that we can eat. We can't prepare. Okay, okay, dokie. Derek work today. Yeah, he right. just left going to work. Oh, so he not off till late. Yeah, he said he's not getting off until. He said about four o'clock. Oh, that ain't yeah. crazy late if we go, if we go, like, if we go at, like, uh-huh. two, if we go, like, at four, we could go so, at four, two or something like that, what you mean? I don't want to go too late, I gotta, drive, I gotta drive home and then go to work. Oh, yeah, I feel you. I'm in town. Um, okay. let's do, we'll like, what? to get up and put these beans on, then. <laughs> All right. All righty. All right, bye. Bye-bye. So, boom, finishing off the, the holiday weekend. With the fam. <laughs> Love it. With the immediate fam. Um, yeah, that. but that's pretty much why I want to talk about, like, really reaching out, man. It's important for everybody just to let your loved ones know that you love them, like, in action, like, not just with words. Sometimes it ain't even buying them gifts or doing nothing like that. It's just spending time with them. I know, like, from my, like, my wife's grandmother, 92 years old, like... All she want to do is really just sit around and talk. And she's a she's like an able body. Like, she still get up until recently. She still get up and be moving around. Until recently, she was still driving down from the red every day. Like, until, like, two months ago. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't like she was bedridden at home. But she's just like, it ain't about all that. She's just like, I just want to be. I want to talk to my, I want to talk to my granddaughter. I want to see her husband. You know what I mean? And all this other stuff. And me and her got a really good relationship too. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, it's important, man, because you're not always gonna be as young as you are. You're not always gonna be as healthy as you are. You're not always like you're not always gonna feel like you got all the time in the world. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing that I'm learning. Like as I'm getting older, like yo, I, back in the day, I really took time for granted. Just I was like, oh, I'll do that shit tomorrow. Like, I can do that shit tomorrow. Like, you get older, you're like, nah, hell nah. Like, mm-hmm. when it start costing you money <laughs> to be putting shit off, you're like, no, yeah. no, no, no. I can't do that. I can't do that shit no more. <laughs> like, forget that. So, like, I got to I gotta fight my, like, procrastination. Like, I am a procrastinator for sure. For sure. I've gotten a lot better with that, actually. I've gotten a lot better, but it's a, it, it's a like, I'll be sitting in here and I'll be like, bro, I still got some time. I could finish my show. But I could do them dishes right before I get out the door. Like, I procrastinate on that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, can you get your ass up and do these dishes before you got only 30 minutes to get them done? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, cool. Obeying the dishes out. Then I get done, I'll be like, yeah, man, I'm glad I did that because I'm about to literally watch this show until I got to walk out the door. The thing that really, like, <laughs> the thing that really, like, kicked me in gear, made me, like, stop procrastinating was um I had, like, some personal stuff I was editing. 
and some stuff I was being paid for too. Mm-hmm. And then another person hit me up and was like, hey, can you do this? So bam, I went out and shot that. And then I had to get that edited in a timely manner too. So I had a whole bunch of stuff to do, bro. And, I, and if I, if I would have stayed ahead on the stuff that I already had, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just being like, man, I can finish it, whatever. If I yeah. stayed ahead on that, even like stayed even, but not nah, got ahead. That was like, that was a real stressful week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I was running around like crazy. Yeah, and it and it costs and it costs. Sometimes it costs you more than money. Like that time, that rushing, that like that comfort, that peace, that like moving at your own pace. Procrastinate for me. Procrastinating with stuff like that makes me sacrifice in so many other areas. Yeah, because every night I try to make sure I make time for Baron. And when I was behind on that stuff, I could. I had to like try to like have him in my lap and be editing that computer with one hand and he talking to me so I gotta move the headphones and I can't really hear and match the audio with the video and make it per- you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like getting ahead. Yeah. Getting ahead is very important for me. Yeah, days. for sure. Like just I mean, just with anything, like I'd be trying to tell wifey this. Like she well, she's she's actually got it down. She has a whole process, bro. Like when we go somewhere, she has a whole process that um that like she goes through and she starts her process like we might be going somewhere she'd be like yo i need two hours but her process and she knows that so she'll start like three hours out you know what i'm saying so her process um her process works but as far as like like i tell people like if you're forgetful, bro, you should have a checklist, or you should only have one or two places that you put stuff. Mm-hmm. So now it's only in one or two spots. I don't, I literally don't put it down unless it's in one of these two spots. So now it's harder to lose because I know I do that. I got like, it, I might be a little bit anal, but I got maybe maybe two places that I put everything. Like if my phone's not in my pocket, it's on the charger next to my bed, or it's in the pouch on my bag. On my backpack, cause I'm probably in the gym or something somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't put I don't put my my cards and my cash down unless it's next to my bed or on on this table when I'm sitting in my living room. You know what I mean? Like having a process, doing all that it helps you stay organized. Sure. It helps you stay organized. Helps you stay ahead of shit and all that. Yeah, man, I've been trying to stay more organized. Really, more so at work. Trying to keep my desk a little bit more organized, like my my whole little area a little bit more organized. Oh, my workspace is immaculate. It, 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 it definitely <laughs> I can't makes function at work without. I need to I need to make you know do that at the crib more too. Yeah, me too. I don't lose things as much as I used to. More like misplacing. I really got to search for them because we got like too much stuff for our apartment. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so when stuff gets lost, shit shit too. you know what I'm saying. We got so, a ton of shit. Yeah, it's one of those things. But yeah. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, I sent it to you, I wanted to talk to you about um, knowing, accepting, and excelling, or whatever I said, or thriving in your role. Is it excelling? Knowing, accepting, and excelling in your role in any situation. And I say any situation because the situation I'm talking about, there's a, uh, uh, so my assistant at work, her name is Sally. She uh, she knows that okay. So she got promoted a little bit, like let's say about like just before midway through the year, because my old assistant got promoted to be a supervisor somewhere else. Yeah, and she knows that I wanted someone else named Nicole to be my assistant. She knows that, uh-huh. but uh, where I work, they got this rule where you can't promote 
until unless you've been in your your role for a year. They've got a few rules as to why they have a few reasons as to why they have that rule. I think I actually think that's a decent rule. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but it, it, it has hindered me before. I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, um, But so sadly got promoted. And herself, and she and she wasn't the only one that was up for the job. Yeah. And I was asked between her and a few other people, like, who I would want. And I chose her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and not, be, not because, like, she was just the best of the candidates, which she was, mm-hmm. but because I know that she could do the job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um feels a way. I mean, it's it's human nature and I get it, but she still at this point, there's like a few weeks until the school year is over. She still feels a way. Uh, this been since the beginning of the year. About like mid like I said, she got promoted okay, about, like, yeah, just yeah, about okay. midway through the year. Okay. Yeah, that's um, a little long. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I'm like, for me, and I have been in that situation before, me, I would just do my job. Like, I got this new responsibility that I wanted. I got this higher pay rate that I wanted. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to do my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. It's human nature. But at this point, it's like, come on, man. Know yeah. your role. I accept feel. your role. And thrive in your role, bro. Yeah. I Like you said, it's human nature. I've been in that situation to where, like, I haven't been in that exact situation. I've been in situations at work to where... I've seen other people get promoted. I'm like, yo, man, I know I could do that job. Or I felt like that promotion should have been mine. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or I was next up for whatever, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, yeah, you got to soak. But, like, what I tell people, and especially when you're dealing with and you're in an area where there's children, like, you're a child care, like, provider. There's a hierarchy that, like, there's a structure and a hierarchy to everything we're doing in here. And it must be adhered to all the time. Not just so we know how information is moving, but so the kids see that and it gives them structure and they know, you know what I'm saying? Like you're the supervisor. When you walk into the room, you don't really care what's been going on. Everything needs to go the way that it's supposed to be going now. They might give your staff some lip, but there's a hierarchy so they understand like, okay, this is a more serious situation. I'm in here now. Right. You're getting closer and closer to what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? Which is a suspension or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And if and if you're an employee and you got anything outside of work or even if it is with work, and it's apparent that you're 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 a little different at work or like you're wearing it. Like when I was in a managerial role, like working with people at a childcare center, like I would tell them like, I don't care if you drink, I don't care if you smoke, I don't care what you do on your own time, bro. I don't wanna see it on you. I don't wanna be able to tell that you do it when you get here. Mm-hmm. Whatever you whatever you got going on out there, I don't care when you get here, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. If you need something, let me know. I I will help. I will try to make this work environment conducive for you. I'll do everything that I can do. But I don't want to see your habits or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Or anything like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's not not happy that y'all not exactly cool or she wasn't the preferred person. You know what I'm saying? You have the job now. You have to come in here and you gotta do the job, bro. Like, no, nah, so I'm with you. You got to accept your role. And it, and I tell people this all the time. In, in basketball, like, if you don't like your role, you have to thrive in that role and then start showing the coach that you could do more. You got to get on the court, right? You got to stay on the court. So you got to do what the coach is saying. If you feel like you could do more and coach is like, yo, don't exactly shoot it, and you get the ball, like, coach just wants you in there because you're a defensive player. Or, like, coach wants you to make the right play, but you shouldn't be out there jacking. But you feel like, yo, you should take some more shots. 
You got to thrive in that defensive role or whatever that rebounder's role or whatever role it is, so you can stay on the court. And then if you get, then if you get open for one, show coach what's up. You know, mm-hmm. pull one mm-hmm. or whatever. But you got to make it. You got to be prepared for what's gonna come on the other side if you don't. I actually, you know did, what I'm saying. I actually did that uh, playing uh, JV for Coach Pickett. I shot, a, <laughs> I shot a three in a game one time, and I I was on the the left side, and I shot and hit the right side of the rim, and like went to the opposite corner. Mm-hmm. And he called me out, like, found the whole team in there. He was like, Mike. You are the worst shooter on this team. And I was like, dang. <laughs> I say that after practice, kept shooting. Bro, first time I got an open look. First quarter of our next yeah, game against Patrick Kimmy. Sorry, I bro. took a three, cashed it out. And I was back. I just looked at him. He was like, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sometimes you got to Sometimes you gotta do what you got to do. <laughs> no, nah, I did that. I did that with, uh, with um, Hoffmeister. First summer league that he had with us. He would always tell us none of that fancy and one crap. That's what he would say. That's what he would call it. Cause we would throw like little bounce pass and put the little sauce on it, hold it out with one hand, push it around. You know what I mean? Or I throw a behind the back pass like over my shoulder or something like that on a fast break. He's like none of that and one crap, bro. We're at um we're at Grossmont College, playing in the summer league. I get it on the break. Jeff behind me. I bounce the ball and tap it behind me, bro. <laughs> Took me off the court so fast, bro. <laughs> Don't do that. And what crap? Sit in the last, sit in the last seat on the bench. Like going hard <laughs> on me, bro. First time we get in practice the next day, I go between the legs, between the legs, behind the back, past the David or somebody. I'm like, yo, fam. Like this is part of my game, bro. I'm not gonna turn it over doing. I've done it enough, bro. But nah, so yeah. So that's a play back and forth, like. But you, but what I didn't do. Because I was a defensive player my first year on varsity. I did not be mad or just be pissed off at coach because I was a defensive player. It wasn't exactly asked to score. You know, I felt like I could probably get some bucks out here. I'm, I'm faster than mm-hmm. damn everybody on the court. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to fill that role. You got to excel in that role. And then you got to start branching out. Exactly. Not, not on your Andrew Bynum, though. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she would, she would, I feel you. She would, she would, she would like cut corners. Get caught cutting corners. Yeah. And then later on that day, be it like up around my desk, like cracking jokes, like checking my temperature and stuff. And then I could tell like that she feels a way that that her and like our personal relationship isn't maybe like what she would want it to be. Yeah. But it don't it don't work like that. It all starts with your job. Well, and we don't have certain relationships based on positions we hold in here. Yeah. Like that's true too. I might I might be really good friends with somebody that's not the assistant. That mm. don't mean you're gonna be my really good friend. Mm. That means you're my assistant. And like what I used to say, like I'd tell the staff, I was like, bro, there's a there's a supervisor, there's an assistant supervisor, and there's a frontline staff. Honestly, I looked at it like, yo, we're all equal. Like this site don't run without y'all, and y'all don't get paid without me. Mm-hmm. So we have to work together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like. Yo, like, and just, I think everybody, like, in that scenario, and because, I mean, I worked in that field, and I just think, like, it's just, it, it doesn't even make sense for it, for it not to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in that situation, like, supervisor of a child care site, bro, is taking so many bullets for their staff, bro. Because the higher ups don't want to hear whose fault it was. It was your fault. It's your site. So you just take all those L's. You take those on the chin. 
and you deal with your staff the best you can, but you want to be cool with all of them so they do their jobs well so you look well. You know what I mean? So so you look so you're in a like a good life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I I flat out told myself I was like, bro, like I take shots for you guys, dude. Like, you think it's easy getting this budget approved for the stuff y'all want to do? Like, you think you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's um. Although I feel I feel her like that's human nature to do all that. It shouldn't take away from the job, or you shouldn't be noticing. Is what I'll say. You shouldn't be noticing that she feels away about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, keep that to yourself, man. It ain't that big a deal. It, it ain't that big a deal. Okay. Like, yeah, that's just too far. Like, at the end of the day, that's your, that's a work problem. You know what I'm saying? And you're making it something bigger. You're talking about me and this person's, like, relationship, but we're not buddy-buddy as far as, like, how many people at your job are you, are you buddy-buddy with? Like, let's keep it a buck. Is everybody there your best friend? You're not running around, you know, hella cool with, all, with everybody there. Most of them she is, though. We got a really good group. I'm not saying that there's not a tight-knit group, but I'm saying, like, what, she wants y'all to be friends outside of work? <laughs> like that is what she wants. Okay, well that's it's not like that with everybody, and 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 it can't be, and it won't be. If I was cool with everybody, I wouldn't be that cool with nobody. How I look at it, in all honesty, you ain't my friend like that. We at work, we got a really really good work relationship. I mean, I have friends outside of work and people that I met at work that became good friends and all of that stuff. But to want to force that relationship or that kind of or that kind of relationship on somebody, just and and I could see it, and you wearing it to work and all of that stuff. I'm like, yo, get over yourself, man. Get over yourself. This shit ain't like, come on, man. We ain't here for this. I ain't your friend like that. Do your job. Thank you. Like my job here is to make sure your check is correct and right, and and you get it on time, and you do your job. And as long as we're cool enough to get that accomplished. Do your job, go home, please. Thank you. That's why, like, I mean, maybe I go too far, but I'm not trying to really get buddy-buddy with nobody at my job like that. I'm literally the dude. I might I might come to work and I talk to nobody. My job doesn't really call for me to be talking to a bunch of people, but I might not talk to nobody in the office. And, like, at one point, I was in an office with six, seven other people. And I, I wouldn't say a word. I'd literally, they'd be like, oh, what's up with you? I'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm just trying to do my job and go home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. It was a dude at my job I did not like, and he wanted to talk to everybody in the office. I was like, fam, I'm trying to do my job and go home. Leave me alone, bro. I'm dead serious, bro. I'm dead serious. And I brought it up just like that. He's like, oh, what you doing today, man? I'm like, doing my job, bro. Look at him like, like I told you I would be. <laughs> you hear me? That's what I came here on time, bro. I'm be I'm working officially right now. <laughs> yeah, you can put it in the trash. <laughs> Your bear ass go ham this morning. Um, but yeah, bro, like, like I said, maybe I go too far. Unless, like, I'm not going, okay, at that same job, I was cool with people. I'll check that. It was, it was to that dude, but that is my sentiment. There was people at work that I'm cool with, but... I'm here to do my job, bro. Like, I'm not trying to become, like, that's what I hate at work. You're trying to become my best friend, bro. I don't have, I don't need my best friend to be at my job. I have really good friends, bro. I've had them for a long time. Like, at that job, it was people I was cool with. I would talk to them a little bit back and forth, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, something, like, he would come, this dude would come in and be telling us, like, man, like, 
my ex wife's really sticking it to me. I'm like, yo, bro, like, whoa, whoa, I don't, I, don't, like that, I don't care. Like, that's terrible. Get a lawyer. Sounds like you need one. You know what I mean? I don't care nothing about that, bro. Like, come in like, oh man, I'm flat. Like, man, I don't have a dollar to my name. I'm like, are you are you trying to get me to give you some money? Like, bro, leave me alone. I don't care. Like, maybe he's trying to confide in somebody. Bro, we're bro. coworkers, bro. I don't need to know how broke you are. I don't what need is, to know what's going on. Like it makes if, me feel weird. There's nothing I could do about that. What are you telling me? You know what I'm What if what if after two weeks of him coming in and telling you all this stuff and you find out he did something to himself or something bad happened to him? I'm like, man, he should have got the help he needed. <laughs> what if you that was he was reaching out? He was crying for help. <laughs> I'm not the person for that. I don't under, I don't know you like that. I don't know that that's a cry for help. I looked at it like he's trying to get me to loan loan him some money. I'm looking at it like what you want me to do? He's like, oh man, like you're about to be married, man. You got to watch out. I'm like, nah, man. I don't think my wife going to leave me and stick it to me. Like, what, <laughs> what do you want? The, I, what am I supposed to say? I'm happy. Like, I'm engaged, man. I'm about to be happily married, bro. You want me to dog? You want me to dog your wife who I don't know? Your ex-wife who I don't know? Or you want me to shit on my relationship, which is lovely? Hey, bro. Yeah. Like, literally, it'd be like that. Like, oh, what you doing? I'm like, yeah, man, my job. So, <laughs> look. I'm, I'm not joking. Look, bro. We're co-workers. That didn't say friend. That didn't say homie. Like, we got, you know what I mean? We got a lot of different lingo for our friends and all of that. Mm-hmm. Compadre, all of that. You're none of those. You're co-worker. Co-worker. <laughs> we, got, we got roses. <laughs> and there's people that need to listen to other people up in here, bro. <laughs> like, and when I started managing him, it was a problem for him, too. Because mm-hmm. I was older than him. I mean, because he was older than, older than me. Yeah, yeah, he was older than me. Yeah. And that that was an issue then. So I literally had to sit him down. A dude I don't be trying to talk to no way. I had to sit mm-hmm. him down and talk to him like, yo, man, like, do you have a problem with me managing you or, like, my managing style? Like, mm-hmm. he was like, no, I just feel like I know as much as you. Like, I've lived longer than you. I was like, that has nothing to do with the job. How long you lived has nothing to do with this job. You know what I mean? He was just, he was a pain in my ass, bro. I'm glad I don't do it. I'm glad I don't deal with that dude no more. I'm not trying to be your friend at work. It's cool, bro. If we become friends, that's cool too. Yeah, but trying to become somebody's best friend, it, come on, man. Yeah, I've got two staff at my job that are older than me. That's never been a problem. No, uh, no, not at this job. No, okay. I, I, when I was teaching preschool, it was in the beginning. Yeah, like I'm old enough to be your mom. It's like okay. It's I'm part old, of your problem. You stuck, your that, you stuck in that old old school way of thinking. Yeah. It's part of your problem. <laughs> yeah. That might be part of your issue. And I was really excited to team up with her at first because she is kind of old school, but I thought she was kind of like progressive with it too. Yeah. And then my stuff is like super new school. I don't be, you know what I'm saying? I, I still like cut and paste and do all of that stuff, but I'm trying, I, I try to do things a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought we could, you know what I'm saying, bring that together because she real creative with like making costumes and like she's like like a real like on some real like high housewife type stuff like she could bake anything she could sew anything like you know what i mean she's a, the, the lady i bought the taser from that was selling the cable boxes and all of that ah! she's a real husband bro yeah. i was real excited to team up with her but then she was just like on some like but yeah. you said in the beginning though so it got cool yeah it yeah it was good. cool in the beginning it yeah. was cool in the beginning and then it turned into something else speaking of old old folks what's up with these old white men Making these laws about these bodies, bro. Like I heard it was a woman involved with that uh, that legislation as well. Of course, there's gonna be, and I'm not saying that there's not women that don't feel like this, but we know in this country how our laws are made. It is old white men passing passing laws and all of that other stuff, and there's others 
some women, some minorities sprinkled around in there. But it's old white men that are coming up with this. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't understand telling anybody what to do with their body unless they're doing like something in a public setting. You know what I'm saying? Like we got nudity and stuff and public decency and all of that stuff that need to be adhered by. You know what I mean? But like this anti-abortion, this anti-abortion law stuff, bro, is nuts. And the crazy thing the crazy thing for me is two things. It's the control that you want to have over somebody. And it's the bigger the thing to me is like, it ain't like people going to stop getting abortions, dude. Now now you're just putting them in a situation where they got to do something dangerous. Or they got to put themselves in harm's way. You know what I'm saying? Have like, you been, um, have and, you been seeing reports and people saying like that it's, it's essentially just population control? Yeah, I've seen that. How you feel I, about that? I mean... I, and I mean, in a way, if you're telling people that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, how is it population? You, you're making people. I mean, I guess you're well, you're, you're telling people that would otherwise do away with or whatever. Like, whether you think it's right or wrong. But isn't it? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about it because I'm not in Alabama, but, um, which is where the law was passed. I guess it's in a few other places, but all I heard, all I heard was Alabama. Um, I, isn't there like a time, or they just said no abortions if you're pregnant, you got to do it, or is it like no? They have it's like after a certain time. No, you can't they do it. it's time, but the time that it's in is like most people. It's like in the first like six weeks or some shit like that. It's like most people don't even know. Like most women don't even know they're pregnant in the time span that they're talking about. Ah, I, see. I see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, popula- population control. Like it's gonna be more babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like these are people that would have otherwise opted to not have that child. And whether you think it's right or wrong, I'm it sorry. is their I'm choice. Sorry. Not population control. I'm sorry. I hmm. I need to be more specific about white people trying to preserve their race. Um, no, I haven't heard about that, but that's a I forget. I, I take I, on that. I, I, I should have had more information before I brought that up. Um, Charlemagne broke it down like why he thinks it's that. I don't know if it was the donkey of the day or whatever, but. Hmm. You, you can find it on YouTube. It was, I was like, hmm, I hadn't thought about that. It made it made sense, but that don't mean it's all the way right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, I, hmm, I, I just like that. I just think about all the situations to where like even people that say abortion is wrong under any any circumstance and it doesn't matter where I fall or where you fall or nothing like that. We're not women. You know, that's how I feel about it. It's this is somebody who was who's gonna do away with this child, bro. They need a safe way to do this. Mm-hmm. They need a safe way to do this. And you can't tell her what to do with her body, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I really just, it don't make sense. Like, <laughs> preserving your race, why? Because everybody's mixed now? Like, is that what they're saying? They're trying to, like, give the white people that's around here some time to get with each other and get some, get some kids popped out? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, it, it's just, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's all I'm saying. Like, what about, what about, like, the, the, the woman that was, that was a victim of rape. And she doesn't want that child, bro. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just putting people in a tough spot. And now they got to do something dangerous. Now they got to do something dangerous to themselves and all of that. You know what I mean? Like, we have a safe way to do this. If people are going to opt to do this, okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, oh, I don't like it. That's pretty much what everybody's saying. Like, I'd rather you not. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you'd rather me not? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. Mm-hmm. You'd probably rather me not cuss in front of you either, but fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, 
It's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand, man. Like, we <laughs> it's getting dangerous out here, man. It's getting spooky out here, bro. It's getting real spooky out here, man. Just like I, I, I don't. What you mean part, it's getting spooky? Like, just part of me feels like would this stuff even be coming up? Because like people, these politicians and all this other stuff, they have to have like the support of their constituency. To do to do this stuff, they're trying to get reelected, or they're trying to, you know what I'm saying, like and all of that other stuff. So, like, they need their people. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying in these areas, there's enough people that are really rising up with this as an issue. I I, just, I find it hard to believe, and it for me, it's just like I find it hard to believe that like the president we have and some of the issues that we're facing, like we've always faced craziness, no matter what the president is. But it just seems like now the stuff goes to the extreme or people do stuff that we honestly never thought like we like we are so much more progressive as a nation, as people now in a lot of different areas. And for this to come up like in a in a in a nation where we're letting literally anybody do anything they want. Like you could get a gun if you want. And shoot somebody if you want. But you can't get a, an abortion, like something's going on with your body if you want in certain states. Like, that's crazy. Like, there's less control, there's less, there's less control on Daddy. guns and different stuff. What up, dude? Daddy. There's less control Daddy. on guns Daddy. and stuff Daddy. than there is on women's bodies. We probably feel the same on this. But just to finish up the topic, like, think about this, man. If you're anybody that's for these kind of laws on women's bodies, just think about this. There are people that are going to gun shows that don't have a license for a gun. They're buying a weapon and then they're doing something crazy with that weapon. And under our laws, it was legal for them to purchase that weapon. Um, that they then went and did something heinous with. And you're telling a woman that because Daddy. she disagrees with something, Daddy. that that you Daddy. she you disagree with how, how she should do with her body. You passed legislation and told them they can't do that in your state. There's people there's people that would disagree with getting tattoos, bro. And all of that stuff. Like, you disagree with a lot of stuff, man. And this happens to like this is a choice that they're gonna make regardless if you like it or not. So let's keep them safe. And let's let's you know what I mean? Like you're making it illegal for doctors to help people. That's that's essentially what you're doing. That's essentially what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're making, you're telling doctors, no, it is illegal for you to help this woman. That that's crazy. That's crazy. Like whatever, man. We we could talk about something else. I could go on and on and on about this. I feel you. I feel you. Like so, man. Kawhi is the greatest player of all time, or what? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> not the greatest player of all time. Kawhi the goat, or what? No, he's not the goat, but he's definitely put. He's squarely, if anybody, cause, and I was one of those people that thought maybe he was third or fourth best player in the league. No, um, depending on who's your one, Kawhi's your two. Kawhi might be the one to some people, but he's not to me. Depending on who your one is, like, if your one is LeBron, as of right now, Kawhi's better than LeBron. Until we see LeBron come out here and do us some more, and he'll remind all of us of how great he is, Kawhi has been balling. And I personally think that KD's better than him. But then, then Kawhi, then both of them. I think KD's the best player in the league. But Kawhi is number two as of right now. Steph Curry, number three. My guy. My guy. 
Kawhi, bet Kawhi got to be better than KD. He got to be. What you mean? Because I think in a head-to-head matchup. Um, nobody can stop KD. As good a defender as he is, as good a defender as Kawhi Leonard is, he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop KD. And I think KD is a good enough defender to where he can make it harder than Kawhi can make it for him. Hmm. With his length and all Daddy. that, like if we're talking about them Daddy. strictly one on one, yeah, yeah, too, yeah, too bad, Daddy. too bad. Well, we're we gonna see Daddy. it at some point during the finals. KD playing, that's what I think. Hmm. KD playing. <laughs> you gotta wait a little bit more, okay? All right, thank you. You going ham? You know we doing something. You going ham? He's a smart one. We said that at the top of this. He's a smart one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but Kawhi, Kawhi is um. Up there. Junior Butler coming to the Lakers? Let's get Kawhi out of the way because I got thoughts about what the Lakers is doing. All these reports and all this stuff. <laughs> all these reports and all this stuff coming out. I, I see it. I, I see it. Or or at least I see what you guys should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that Laker building these days. But um, what Kawhi did in the conference finals against Giannis. Baron, get away from that. Um, what he did, what he did in the conference finals uh, against Giannis, what that team did to against Giannis, it was it was honestly making him look bad. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis was throwing the ball around, like turning over, running right into people, falling down and stuff like that, and just like down the stretch, like Giannis doesn't have a game like that. He's literally just dominant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a game like that. If you cut him off, he's not gonna like front foot stop. Like punch, dribble, pull up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not gonna do that stuff, but he is dominant. But you can't just be dominant against a really good team. And Toronto is a really good team, and they got one of the best players in the league, Masai Ujiri. Been vindicated, bro. He's bro, been vindicated. I'm not just shouting him out because he's the homie. <laughs> but Giannis, I'm yeah. Giannis needs to go see Ryan Rizuki, <laughs> and then go see dribble too much. But he needs to go see Ryan Rizuki. Get all get get that together. Ryan to get him right. Yeah. Any hooper around the San Diego area, if you're not a hooper, you stop in SoCal. You need to go uh, tap in with Ryan Rizuki. Look him up on IG. Got his own gym. He's a real, real solid trainer. One of the best in San Diego. One of the best in Southern California. Check him out. Works out at B dot. Do the the the, the IG dude. A lot of a lot of roles. A lot of D one college guys go mess with. Him. But anyway. But yeah, like. What Kawhi was doing and seemingly bothered. He was on one leg. Not I won't yeah, on one leg, motherfucker mm-hmm. playing basketball. But you know what I mean? Like he was definitely hurt. There's something going on that he's that he's underplaying. You know what I mean? But or that he's downplaying. But just man, he came through the lane. Like I we we were talking about this yesterday. You're like, he did dunk on him, but that I would say that's a soft dunk on him. That's a and soft I was watching dunk it again this morning, man, because I wanted to ask you about yeah. it. That's a soft duck on him, but he got up. He, he, it's they, a soft one. Though. He barely beat him off the ground, bro. It wasn't like he got up late and caught But I'm saying Giannis him. didn't commit to stopping him. He saw him go up, and he kind of like, he kept his arm there, but he kind of faded his body back. He didn't play into it. That, that's that's all I'm saying. But no, he got him. He, he caught him. Gonna happen. If I dunk on if I dunk on anybody like that, that I'm dunking. I've dunked on you, bro. I'm talking yeah. shit. All of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I'm talking all of that. I'm talking my cash if I catch you like that. You. But, but. But you said you say you think KD playing? I think KD gonna play, bro. Um, and to be honest, I don't think they need KD to beat the Warriors. I mean, to beat the Raptors. Um, the Warriors don't need KD to beat the Raptors. Um, I don't think they need him. I think it just it makes it definite, and it I think it takes a game 
off the series if KD plays. Like I think that if they don't play, the Warriors will beat them in six. I think if I think if KD plays, they'll beat them in five. I think if Kawhi decides to guard Draymond, then the Raptors can win. Kawhi can't guard Draymond. Because Steph and Clay, like the rest of them dudes are not good enough defenders. So y'all can go guard Clay, right? I'm just saying their whole Who Mark on guard their whole, if, if Kawhi's on Draymond. I feel it. Their whole team. I feel it. That's gonna be tough. Their whole team slows down though. Draymond. So you're saying Draymond's the key, key to it. This is what I think is the key. As long as, as long as, Igudala is healthy enough to guard Kawhi. So Clay don't gotta do it, and it, so Draymond don't gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that right now Draymond's better than Siakam. He's not. He's not. He's good enough to play with Serge. I wonder if Serge is going to make it a size thing because he can't do that. And those are the people that hurt Draymond. Like they make it a size thing. Like I know you're really good, but I'm not going to let you get a board. You're you're six six. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't think like as long as Iguodala could do what he does, the players bother him, keep him in front, so the team defense could keep him bottled up. Mm-hmm. I think that they can make it hard enough for Kawhi, and they need Kawhi to go for a 30-piece every night. Like, them them 38, like, it wasn't like them games were blowouts. They needed him to do that. You know what I'm saying? And and I think because Kyle Lowry's not going to, he's not going to just totally outplay his matchup. He's not winning his matchup in this series. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I, just don't, I just don't see how Toronto gets it done with or without KD. I think they can make it harder without KD. Like, I like Fred Van Fleet. Um, and I, I like I like Norman Powell and all them dudes. But the Warriors just showed us they play everybody off their bench and they almost look better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying a team oh, that down bench KD ain't play like that every game. No, well, shit, Steph just did it for five straight. I said that bench ain't finna play like that every game. They like they just gotta come in and hustle though. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like they gotta come in and guard Van Fleet. They gotta come in and make sure Kyle Lowry don't go off. Like them ain't an impossible task. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's what I'm saying. Like I like the Warriors. Like I said, I like the Warriors in six. No KD. I like the Warriors in five with KD. I think Kawhi is gonna go off. He's gonna average. He's gonna average over 26 for the series. And I think unless they're at home, they don't win. I'll make a bold prediction. Don't do not tell me you got the Raptors. I got Kawhi Leonard winning Finals MVP in a loss in a losing effort. Hell no, they ain't doing that. <laughs> you bugging? That is not happening. That is not happening. That is not first time happening, in like bro. sixty years. No, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen because look, if they play without KD, if they play without KD, then. That means Steph's going to be going off, and he's going to be averaging like 35 a game. If he averages 35 points a game and they win, they're not, they can't, they're like, that's a slap in the face of Steph. Uh, um, Iguodala already got one of his finals, got, got his finals MVP over there talking about I guarded LeBron, so he averaged Kawhi. 35. So does Kawhi. Hell no, nah. you loving, you loving Kawhi, you loving this shit. Oh, I didn't ask you, we talked about basketball. How do you feel about how your boy Dame ended the playoffs? Disappointing. Sweet music. I was disappointed. I wish he would have had. He was hurt though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But whatever. But I wish because we're not stalling out nobody, nobody on that court. Nobody. I wish he would have had that moment in like the the last round. Like you know, you know what I mean. They uh, 
Like KD said, he told he told CJ, bro, during the summer. Don't worry about what happens up here, bro. Yeah, like, and then they swept him without KD, dog. Like, I no, I I gotta I gotta. Well, the Blazers did all that without their second best player or third I, best. I, I, feel, you I feel you. They were down the best player in the world. Come on, fam. Come on, bro. They don't need him to win, bro. They don't, but get a game, bro. Nah. Don't lie. You don't, come on, bro. You didn't think they was going to get swept. Stop I playing. Didn't. Nobody I didn't. did. Nobody that's what, that's what KD's saying. But come on. He's like, y'all, ooh, this ain't been in for a minute. He's like, y'all thought y'all, like, y'all thought y'all was, like, cooking. You know what I'm saying? But to let you know, it's not really like that. You're going to have to sit somewhere, homeboy. Are you good? Thank you. Yeah, man. Like, they don't need him. No, they, they absolutely don't need him. Everybody forgot that. Everybody was like, yo, they can't beat the Rockets without KD. Like, they was they they had light work with the Rockets without KD. They what I'm busted his boy's butt. Like, I feel it. Don't worry about what happens at the top. Because even when he was at OKC, he went to the finals once. He was in the Western Conference finals and all of that. So he could talk like that to CJ. But, bro, no. come on, bro. He was 100% right, bro. You had to hop on a bandwagon to get yours. Mike, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about... You thought that y'all could run with us. And no, y'all cannot. Y'all got swept by a one-man team. And he was like, bro, we were thirsty. He was like, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, KD, he wasn't slapping their accomplishment. He was like, it's different what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Whether he on the bandwagon or not, CJ was like, we can play with y'all. He was like, no, you can't. Like, laughing. And then, perfect scenario. If right after that conversation, then they would have asked. I feel you, bro. But if, if somebody would have gave CJ... That exact situation. You guys are gonna be down Nurkic, uh, Nurkic uh, uh, for a couple months going into the playoffs. You knew you weren't gonna have them. You're gonna have these role players that came in, and, like these guys you got in trades that are balling. You guys are gonna be in this situation, and then the team you play goes down, KD, in the series before that. So y'all knew he wasn't gonna be there. Y'all knew he wasn't gonna be there, or possibly not be there. If somebody would have said, how many games, how how far does that series go? I bet, I bet CJ and Dame say, seven. no KD? That shit's going seven, bro. They're going to have their hands full with us. Yo, it didn't go it didn't go five. They played four games. <laughs> and they were up 17 Dame in two of them games. They're up 17. Yeah. I know that's your man's, bro. You can't lose a leader. <laughs> not, not 17. Especially not to the champ. Not, not 17. It's a lot of leads you can lose, but win the damn game. <laughs> Finish the game, bro. You lost the whole lead. Win by one, bro. <laughs> win by one. Like, get one of them things done. Y'all couldn't do it, man. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson going crazy on y'all. KD sitting at home like, I told this nigga, man. Come on. So how my little niggas do that for me, man? <laughs> my little niggas. It's nah, funny because that's how everybody started looking at KD the rest of the Warriors. He is. That ain't got nothing to do with him playing like the best player in the world. I want to his son. Yep. And D, and D Wade had to show uh, LeBron how to LeBron do it. LeBron went off and got one by himself. Let's and see KD, KD about to go do it. No way to It don't matter. He's the best player in the world. Now he go to the East. He's going to the finals. That's we true. know how that shit go. That's true. Just seeing Kawhi do it. Yeah. So Kawhi stay in the East. <laughs> okay. The KD going to the finals. <laughs> as long as KD got a squad, he going to the finals. He done showed us what's up with him, bro. I don't want to hear that. What if he go back and play with Russell Westbrook? He not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> because of Russ, bro. <laughs> I don't be like, nah, you I left and came back. This mine. No, no, because Russ still gonna be making bad decisions and breaking threes mm. when it matters. Mm. 
I don't. I told you. I told you a long time ago. I don't believe you can win a championship with that dude. With, you know what we need to do? We need to do this with all the homies, and this ain't got nothing to do with a podcast. We need to do. We need to sit down, and all the homies need to write down. You're all right. They need. We need to sit down and be like, "This is exactly what I think of these players and all of that." Like, we need to keep track because I'm telling people, bro. I've been getting vindicated this season. Like, I was wrong on CJ. I didn't think that you can win for real, for real with CJ. I've changed my mind on that. I thought that he was better than Dame at the end of that Denver series. Mm. Um, mm. But he played better. That was he was a better player. He was a better player. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't. We'll see at the start of the season was right. was good with him, right. but I thought in that series against that team, yeah, the yeah, CJ yeah, yeah, was definitely yeah, yeah. the better player. Um, Make a strong argument. Probably win the debate. But I, I because because I feel like I've been right about a grip of dudes. I was right about D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely right about D'Angelo, and I said his rookie year, it's gonna take him some time, bro. He's not an athlete like that. He's gonna have to figure out how to put that time. I was right about John Wall long ass time ago. I was right about John Wall. Um, like, we just gonna have to start listening. We gonna have to start listening mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I just want to keep track. <laughs> I want to keep track like it. And I'm down. I'm down. I'm down to right. And I told. I was telling somebody. I think I was telling Joe. I was like, bro, if I was if I ever had a sports podcast or was on a sports podcast, a great topic would be who were you wrong on? Because everybody remember who they was right on. Mm-hmm. Like, who were you wrong on? Like, I would love to look up Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bears, all them dudes that's on TV to talk that cash every single day. Who was he I would thought? I would love to see who they were wrong. Who was it you thought was gonna be the godson? I think Wiggins. I thought Andrew Wiggins was up you next after he averaged player. that dub. Yeah, he let me down hard. I was telling Darius that. I was like, yo, you know who's, who's the biggest bust that I've ever called? And I thought he was going to be like, I was literally calling Andrew Wiggins the godson. He was killing. He averaged a dub. He was hitting shots. Like, I was like, bro. He was like, who? I was like, Andrew Wiggins. He just started laughing. Bro. Are you telling me one time? He was like, bro, they talking about him on some baby LeBron-like stuff. I'm like, Come Yeah, on. bro. And then that next season when I was arguing with you and Ralph about him, about who was better, him or Harrison Barnes. I still contend he's better than Harrison Barnes. Like, I know he don't play deep, but hell Harrison Barnes been at. <laughs> hell Harrison Barnes been at. But um, that season is when Jimmy here, and it was like, homeboy don't want to play D. He don't want to play hard. He just playing off his talent. I was like, oh, shit, he got to get off my – and I, I literally – During that, I forgot. I think I was in here with Derek. And they was talking about all the issues Jimmy Butler was having with him. I was like, yo, I got to tell Mike, yo, I was wrong on homeboy. I was like, I got to tell Mike I was wrong on homeboy. But he's one of them dudes. Relax. Like, I was like, he, man, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to see who I was wrong about. For real. Um, I'll have to think about that. Because I, I mean, it's easy. And I, still, and I still think I'm right on Lonzo. I still think I'm right on Lonzo. I don't care what nobody say. Like, he just has to shoot all right. He does everything else at a super high level. You know what I'm saying? Like, but whatever. What <laughs> are we going on on about the basketball? Shit. For me, it's whoever I put my favorite player stamp on. They usually end up having like a pretty good run. Uh, pretty soon after that, it's happened with D Rose, Cam Newton, Dame Lillard, Iverson back in the day. It, you know something about all them cats? Injuries. No chips. No chips. <laughs> Cam made it to one. Yeah, he got to one. Yeah. Iverson did too. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. No chips. D Rose was close. <laughs> then he tried to get with LeBron. The Cleveland tried to get one. 
Uh, hey, yo, he's back though. I'm glad. Hell yeah. I'm glad he's back, man. I mean, he ain't D Rose. He ain't never gonna. He said he felt like he better than that now. I mean, as long as he hitting jumpers, he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's the new NBA. Little six foot two, six foot three, one foot shot dunk on people. It's old. Shit's whack. Can't shoot. <laughs> like how far can you shoot, dog? Like, bro, you know we count by threes now. Right? Like, fam, we shoot for the parking lot now. <laughs> like, it's bump, like, bro, bump. You're, you're running up to the basket, fam. <laughs> taking contact, so primitive. bro. Taking contact, bro. The analytics say <laughs> so primitive. What are you doing, bro? We're counting by threes now. I was like, what year did you come up in, bro? <laughs> Cassie and D-Rose cross people over and duck the ball. Look at him like, what was that? <laughs> well, you know you don't have to jump that high if you shoot from back here, right? <laughs> Yo, bum dudes is coming down taking 35-footers down. Bum dudes. Not bum. I won't say bum. But you're a bum if, you should, if you're shooting down, you shouldn't be. I'm gonna be. I'm getting you off the court quickly. Like, No matter how much game you got, Portland. if you have a low IQ, you can still be a bum. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Portland... Like this, I'll put it put it in perspective like this. Everybody's shooting so much, but it's even different levels to the shooting. Like D Rose is taking the good ones for him now, mm-hmm. and that's and that's all he gotta do. And don't make no mistakes, and still flash. Like it's not that he's an athlete that he used to be. He's still athletic though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like quick, shifty dude. But like Rodney Hood, for instance, they don't want no matter how he got it going. They don't want him pulling up how Dane would. Mm-hmm. Fam, we got one cat that's doing that already. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, like stop. You shoot it from the line. Yeah, not, or, or a little bit back, but not, not up there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, like all threes ain't even created equal. Like, the ones that step is shooting is getting Draymond wide open. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why and that's why I don't mess with dude as much as other people. I respect Draymond's game. I respect his grind. I'll take that fool on my team anytime. But I'm not making him a star of my team because homeboy cannot. Dude, you're always open. And you shoot 33%? That's bad. Like, there's always dudes guarding LeBron and he shoot 36. Mm-hmm. And that's respectable. That's not even, like, crazy nice. You know what I'm saying? That's respectable. But whatever. We, we've been going on to basketball. Yeah, I feel it. Will we getting out of here? The, the non-basketball fans and the female listeners probably turned us off by now. The loyal ones are still here. So let's go ahead and sign off the correct way for them that are still listening. Hang on with us. <laughs> Family Room Podcast, episode 13. We're going to call this the Struggle Pod featuring Baron Rome. <laughs> yeah, Biff. <laughs> featuring Baron. Put that on the title for sure. The, the Struggle Pod featuring Baron Rome. Uh, Family Room Podcast, episode 13. It's Mike Rome. Step on Rome. Thanks for listening. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Peace out. Holla.